The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Hey, good morning. Welcome to our Home Improvement Show presented every week at this hour by our friends at Linda's Construction. I haven't spelled it for a while. L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy's back in the studio. Did you have a good uh, a season out there in the woods? Yeah, we did. We did. All right. I'm going to get the orchestra <laughs> down. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Gotta, okay. All right. Very good. Um, you and I were talking off air. Let's, let's bring in the conversation to the radio about uh, windows. Because uh-huh. uh, you and I have talked about the good windows that you guys put in mm-hmm. people's homes or remodel, whatever. And there really is a difference. You still see in even a newer construction, five-year-old homes, 10-year-old homes, not the best windows put yeah. in. There's uh, in, in my hometown, there's a few, few houses going up and uh, there's actually, a, it seems like there's, there's higher quality windows going in right now, at least in those homes than I have seen in the past. But the, one of our biggest demographics of customers we work with on on windows is homes that are less than 15 years old. One thing I, I'm 100% confident on, that no one will have to replace our windows in 15 years. I mean, they, ju- they just won't. And we're getting some... Uh, we, we we get recommended by by some pretty awesome people, whether it's the insulators, the 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 energy people, the people that do post tests on homes. Once they try to do a blower door test on on a home where we have recently installed windows, yeah. not only are my installers as as good as it gets in the business, but the the two windows that we install mainly the the infinity window by by Marvin and our season garden line of windows, just the the air infiltration rate on those windows is is phenomenal. It's really hard to get those to to leak air when installed properly. So. We get a lot of uh, a lot of good referrals, and the window department is as busy as it's ever been. I know this because I'm about waiting about six months now to get an old door installed on my you own have. home. <laughs> so, You've been waiting, so yeah, you know it's uh, the old uh, adage uh, goes: uh, shoemakers' kids <laughs> never have shoes. That's uh, that's uh, that's going on right now, and I have. I think 14 windows I'm waiting on to get installed in my new uh, uh, garage that I built. So went with the Marvin Infinity windows uh, for, for their one. I don't have any of those installed in my personal home yet. And uh, it's one of those things I always like to do. If I'm, You kind of uh, test things out, don't yeah, you? Yeah, if my customers are getting it, uh, we're, we're going to install them. I have installed in my shop. And one of the cool things, uh, it's the first time a, a double-pane window, when I do infrared imaging on it or I do the, the internal temperature of the inside glass, whether it's on a hot day or a cold day, it, it really does rival the the triple pane glass. Mm. So they have a really nice glass pack and the actual framing material. It's so so structurally sound. It really does not have a lot of expansion and contraction, which is big in our area of the world when you're talking about a hundred degree swing in temperatures from from one part of the season to the next. Yeah, it is. When you think about it, it's pretty amazing swing. Too. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty amazing swing. And our our building materials have to take that into consideration. Our installation practices have to take that into consideration. So. It's been a lot of fun uh, getting to have a building inspector come to my own project uh, at the house. Has been fun. He's a uh, we uh, you know we we know a lot of the building inspectors. I'm sure you do really well. So we've had some good talks, and uh, this particular one, uh, 
he gets to he sits on the board for the, the state of Wisconsin that helps come up with the codes for the state of Wisconsin. So I use that as an opportunity to say we want stricter regulations. We want well in Wisconsin the ice and water laws on on roof are, are, are pretty much non-existent, and sometimes up to their own municipalities. It's really not a lot why that goes is. into the 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 building sciences over there, and I think it could be stricter, and it would make our buildings much better because there are a lot of contractors that 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 do take that as a as a green light to cut corners. Ah. It's not something that that we like to do. So when when we talk about building to code, it can vary from city to city and state to state, and that's why we seldom build to just code. It's well above what the code is asking. So it's been fun. It's a fun experience for sure. It's neat. And by the way, if you have a home improvement type of question, you can call it in at 651-989-9226, or you can send Andy a text, 81807, 81807. Tell you what, let's go to the phones right away. I think Diane is calling in. Uh, Diane from Mendota Heights. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. How can we help you? My question is, we just had LeafGuard uh, or Linda's put up LeafGuard gutters around our home. All right. And now we want to hang Christmas lights. What hooks can you use to hang on your gutter? Uh, you know, I don't know the exact name of them, but I can kind of describe them. They're little white hooks that are kind of bell-shaped. And you just yeah. got to kind of invert those on uh, from where you, where you normally hang that. them on, on the gutters. And you can just hang them on that front lip. Uh, the one thing you, you 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 want to be aware of, and it's usually not that big of a deal. Yeah. Those those clips can sometimes if it, it can bridge the gap of the actual gutter from the hood to the trough. So if you do have any of that freeze thaw melt that 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 we are want to get here in Minnesota and Wisconsin, sometimes it can come around that that bracket a little bit and maybe create an icicle on that light. It's usually nothing that's going to harm anything, but I have seen that before, and sometimes it makes the lights even even better with the, with the icicle on them, but that's something that that's uh, you have to worry about. It's just a little uh, a little white bracket you can just hang right on it. I know some uh, some leaf guard people around the country actually offered as a service to go out and no hang uh, Christmas lights, but unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, we're just yeah. way too busy to offer to that, do that as a service. But I, Diane, I can't remember what kind my wife found over the years, but yeah, we we have leaf guard and we did that for years. You did okay, and it won't affect the. Warranty? No, not at all. No. Okay. So go have fun. I, w- I would do it today, though, but it's going to be colder. Send, a send us days. a picture when they're yeah. up and uh, plugged in. I'd love to see it. Very good. Thanks, Diane. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Yeah, I can't remember the name of those little hooks either. My but bride work. pointed out to me that uh, I have the lull at my house right now. One of our some some big heavy equipment, and I can get way high in the air with that thing, and it's got a nice safety basket, and it's uh, maybe. About time we actually plug the light in that we have on top of our old windmill that my dad uh-huh. hung 25 years ago. Maybe redo it and actually get some Christmas lights hung this year. So, yeah, I uh, I, I got a list of things to I was accomplish. just going to say the list is, is growing. It's growing. Yeah. All right. 651-989-9226. You know, we need to take a break, I do believe. All right. If you want to send a text, uh, we'll grab those too. Any kind of home improvement question for Andy Lindis. That number, 81807. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Andy Lindis in from Lindis Construction. If you have a question for Andy, call it in. There's a line open, 651-989-9226. Or if it's easier, send a text, 81807. As you can see, Andy, we've got some of those. You want to grab one for us? 
Uh, yeah. Good morning. I uh, recently moved into a twin home with double-pane vinyl windows. About a half inch of moisture at times on the window. Have seen some mold. What uh, can you tell us about using the air exchanger? Um, well, air exchangers a- as a whole are, are, are usually pretty healthy for the home as long as you're able to monitor and control your humidity level inside the home. With these early cold temperatures that, that, that we were getting, under 30% humidity in the home is, is a, a good rule of thumb. Now, the homes that I've seen, like where the worst moisture problems yeah. have been caused by those April air systems that we're bringing in that they're kind of designed to bring in the, the moist air. And, and they're usually not set properly. They're not monitored. They're not in conjunction with a dehumidification system of, of, of any sort. So I've seen mold in attics because of those and, and, and rotting out windows because Gee. of those and just a, a, lot of, a lot of things that can, can go bad. But if you are able to monitor hum, your humidity level, and everybody should be, I mean the humidistats that you can get, are, you can get them for under 10 bucks on, online or at, at some of the bigger box stores – and a good dehumidification system is going to be, you know, in that thousand to fifteen hundred dollar range. I believe it's twelve hundred bucks for the the model that I have at my house, uh, called the Santa Fe. And uh, we're working on uh, getting a deal with a with a supplier of these that we can offer hmm. uh, on, on a regular basis. But we're not quite there yet. But the Santa Fe is the one I have in my house, and and that thing works awesome. And, and I set a a a level of humidity that I want my home to be. And that machine automatically runs, and it's in my basement, and it does control it for the house for 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 my situation. So, I, if you if you're getting those types of issues, look at that. The other thing in that text that 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 you're going to want to inspect when you say double pane vinyl windows, there's a lot of different vinyl windows out there, and there's about 10 percent of the vinyl windows manufactured in the entire country it would be what I would classify as a good vinyl window. There's a there's a lot of really Really bad ones, and not all glass packs are created the same. They 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 have a lot of these gimmicks that go into these windows. For instance, these these foam filters, or there was a product or a product called Swiggle. These are the spacers that, that the glass attaches to. Now now consider that glass has its own rate of expansion contraction. The vinyl of the window has its own rate of expansion contraction. The wood that 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 that's in the jam of the window has its own rate of expansion contraction, and you have an unstable spacer system. Now, most of the studies that I've seen by reputable glass companies talk about catastrophic seal failure of those types of spacer systems in, in that five to 10 year range. Mm. And with that, if you have seal failure in that windows, and even if the glass isn't fogging up, but all of the argon or, or it might have krypton in there, mm-hmm. but typically it's argon, has leaked out, you're not having a very well-insulated glass. So that glass is colder than it normally would be. And so when that warm air hits the inside pane of that cold glass, you get condensation. That's where you get the half an inch of moisture that's happening on the windows. So it might not be a humidity level. It might be a window a window issue. This is one of those things when you have a company like ours come out, we're going to have all the tools to be able to figure out exactly what's going on and what is causing that. If somebody were to buy a humidistat, like you said, ten bucks, mm-hmm. or give or take. Uh, what and we get this question every year at this time? What level of humidity? What range should it be with a gas forced air? Let's say, system. Good rule of thumb: under thirty percent during the winter time. As it gets below zero, 
that number can sometimes go down. But for me, as from a comfort level and just an overall healthy home level, under 30% in the wintertime is a is okay. a good rule of thumb to live by. I know some of the, I think the U of M has that uh, list that, they, that, that no, is it U of M or the Energy Star folks. Anyways, you can Google it. Level of humidity to temperature outside. And when I think when it gets below zero, there's, they're calling for under 20% humidity mm. to make sure that your windows don't frost up. But uh, I, I've never gotten my house quite that low. Not that low. Let's go back to the phones. I think Tom is on the horn calling from Sandstone, Minnesota. Tom, Andy's listening. What's your question? Yeah, good morning, Andy. I've got a uh, single slope uh, roof. When I uh, when I put the asphalt on, I put the frost barrier at the lower edge, but not the upper edge. Uh, did I do wrong? What do you mean by frost barrier? You put an ice and water shield? Well, you know the uh, uh, the ice barrier. Okay. Uh, and I I put two you know two tiers on the lower edge, but not on the upper edge, thinking that you know all the runoff is in one direction. So did I? Should I have put a? Would have you put some uh, ice barrier on the top edge too? Um, uh, up along the peak, I know some people do because you're penetrating that area with either like a ridge. Or and and it's going to be and I, and I know we do that just because it's that one last step. If there is one spot on the roof, I I think you can live without it. Where we put it, it would be there. For us, the the ice and water shield is going to go three feet past the interior wall at the eaves. The eaves is the area of the roof where your gutter attaches to the lowest part of the roof. And then we also put a layer up the rakes, and that is like any type of you any peak that you have. So we're wind-driven rain, and I, and I have a video on our Facebook uh, that we posted on a year ago, and this is a home that was roofed maybe eight years ago. It was a storm damage home and had rotten plywood, and it was a west-facing peak, and it really that's where the weather comes to this particular house more often than not. So that wind-driven rain had got underneath the roof edge and to the roof deck and actually rotted out the roof. So the step we take up the rake is we put down the... The three feet past the interior wall down along the eaves. Then we run our our tiger paw or deck armor uh, underlayment from GAF over the entire roof, and then we'll actually install our roof edge around the entire place and up the rakes. And then we'll actually take a one foot section of ice and water shield, and we're going to run it and attach it to the roof edge and to the underlayment. So if any type of wind-driven rain comes in that area, it's impossible for it to get to bare wood, no matter what gravity does. It's going to have a drainage plane all the way out, so it never gets to the wood. The other place that we're going to do is the valley areas. Valley areas, we're going to put a row right up the middle of the valley and then a row on either side of it, essentially making about a nine-foot wide swath of ice and water continually up the valley. And we're also going to do over any type of hips, mainly because that is going to take care of any type of seam that you have in the underlayment. So when, you're, when, you're, when your tiger paw underlayment goes over there, we want to run a piece of ice and water shield, making sure that there is no seam where water could maybe try to get underneath that. So those are the, the main areas that we use the ice and water shield. There's also some things where, where we cut into roof vents and things of that nature, but those are on a, on a case-by-case basis. Uh, speaking of roofing, now are the crews still out working doing that, and how long into the season will they do that? Well, Depends on the weather. We roofed my house on Tuesday. You did, and uh, and I know it wasn't didn't get above the forty five degree temperature that we want, but I I was very confident in how we were installing it, and uh, the GAF uh, American Harbor shingle really turned out nice, and and then I know the last couple of days of, of nice weather, they the shingles have really laid down nicely, and 
I should be should be just fine with it. So I know we're we're still trying to install, but it's all it's all weather weather driven, and sure, unfortunately, uh, the vast majority of my roofing guys are are helping out other crews that don't do roofing right now. Our siding guys and working on other projects and getting uh, going through the warehouses from the, and getting all that organized. It's uh, do the, does the siding can go throughout the winter? It does. It, it does. does. It does. Yeah, we will uh, be siding. All throughout the winter, and, and there's going to be some days where, where we just can't, but sure. we're hoping that uh, if that number stays under 10 for the winter, that's a, that's a win for us. All right. You know what we need to do is take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. If you happen to have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy Lindis, call it in or send a text. The phone number, 651-989-9226. Uh, the text number, by the way, is 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show around every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO. Thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is helping us out today. And we have callers, Andy. We have uh, texters as well. And you know, you know what we haven't done yet is uh, for folks that want to get in touch with Lindis, easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAF-GUARD. Yes, sir. Or you have a couple other ways. LindisConstruction.com. You can check us out on all the social media, Twitter, uh, House, Pinterest, uh, Facebook, you name it, uh, Instagram, you can find us all over that stuff. Just type in Lindis Construction and you'll find a way to get a hold of us. Now, you are still, I mean, you, can't we see uh, videos on Channel 4 of, of, of you, the yeah. different different projects? Yeah. If you're an early riser like uh, <laughs> like I am and you were up at 5 a.m. this morning, uh, you probably saw the, a show on a kitchen remodel or oh. insulation. I can't remember which one ran this morning, but uh, it was on again at, at the early hour of 5 a.m. Is that is that kind of a usual show at that time on 4? It is, yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Today's home remodeler, uh, great guys uh, in, in, in the building industry. They used to be building inspectors and and got into uh, making uh, little half-hour shows on, on contractors throughout the Midwest. It's been yeah, they're been fun, a fun shows. Process. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Shirley is calling from St. Louis Park, I believe. Shirley, you're on with Andy. Oh, hi. <clears throat> Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a question about the amount of humidity, <clears throat> the best level that I should have. I live in a, a condo. On the third floor, and I have uh, baseboard heating. Uh, I have really good windows. There's a crank out in the the three bedrooms, and then the patio doors is double. And I don't have any, haven't had any moisture on the windows show up at this point. I I have a little freestanding Honeywell um, unit that I've been running, and I've been running it at forty, but. And now I'm thinking from talking or listening to you that maybe that's too much. No, I'm guessing you're going to be pretty pretty fine. Remember, with baseboard heat, that's a pretty dry heat. It is, yeah. Anyway, so I would, uh, if you haven't seen any moisture on the windows or any other other moisture problems, I, I think you're 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 probably just fine, and it wouldn't be something that I that I have to that I would worry about. Remember, the under thirty percent oh. is just a. It's a rule of thumb, and and that number is usually taken into consideration inferior building products too. So if you have good windows, that's one thing. I don't get frost up calls or a lot of frost up calls on on our on our windows, and I, I just don't. And on a rare occasion when I do, we're seeing humidity levels in that sixty five seventy percent range. So they are usually way out of whack, or there's something else goofy going on. So it's a it's I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about about your issue at all, Shirley. All right. Yeah, you're probably good to go. Yeah. 
Uh, there was a text. Thanks, Shirley. A text number is 81807. A texter sent this in about uh, my master bedroom. He or she said has a cold floor because it's above the garage. How can I insulate the ceiling of my garage? Any, any thoughts of what you would do? Well, uh, in situations where people are dealing with cold floor, I found that the, the best application is, is spray foam. Mm-hmm. We, we do this on a regular basis in crawl spaces, and it really does change that room. So I would at least start there and get a number from a, from a reputable insulator such as us, or there's, there's a bunch of them here in the Twin Cities. A lot of guys do really good work. And, and get a number on insulating that area. There's, there's, there's bats you can put in there. There's a lot of things that you could do that's probably going to make that a more comfortable spot. I just think the best option is going to be, you know, two inches of spray foam along that ceiling there, and you, you're going to be uh, very happy with those results. I don't know if this applies uh, to uh, you or not. What is required by a contra- the contractor one year after a new home was built to address from the homeowner. Is there is it something that's written in their contract? Well, if there's issues with the house, I believe it's two years by okay. state law, but I'm not 100% sure on that, that they that they have to warranty the actual home. Well, a company like ours, we have a lifetime workmanship warranty on everything wow. that we possibly do. And almost every material that I put in somebody's house also has lifetime warranties from their manufacturer. The main reason why we do a lifetime war- workmanship warranty it was a conversation my father and I had about 20 years ago, and uh, I had uh, handwritten it on a contract for customers. That's what they wanted. And I said, yeah, we'll, we'll do a lifetime workmanship warranty. And my thought process was no matter what, we go back and fix stuff. And it doesn't matter. If you're unhappy, even if it's not our fault, we're going to come out and, 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 and try to make you happy. It's just our nature of the way we do business. And my dad, we're, we're going back and forth about whether or not we're going to do it. And then I explained that to him. I go, Dad, you're telling me 10 years from now somebody calls up. No matter the issue, you're not going to go look at it. He goes, well, of course we'll go look at it. I go, congratulations. You have a lifetime workmanship <laughs> warranty. And uh, from that point on, we made it legal and actually talked to the lawyers and put it on every no contract kidding. All that, right. that, that, that we do. So it, uh, not all builders are that way. But I know you have protections by the state. So I would contact the builder, at least do a walkthrough, try to come up with a solution with the builder. The majority of contractors here, here in, in, in the upper Midwest are going to work with you and try to figure out those problems. And if not, there's always uh, other avenues homeowners can take. All right. 651-989-9226 if you want to call in your home improvement question or send a text 81807. Uh, there was a text that uh, that uh, is wondering about windows. Uh, how can the consumer decide between, and they named various big name windows, yeah. uh, the high quality windows. How, how What would you tell a, a, a crust customer, hey, if you want to look at this window, do that, but do your research. Well, one thing I can say is if you can, get the best window the manufacturer makes. The uh, and, and that's been a rule of thumb that we've lived by, and that's really all we offer. We will not install an inferior window. All the manufacturers make what they call their Priceline windows. You know, for, for whatever reason... This, it seems like every manufacturer in the country that makes home improvement products all have a good, better, and a best thing. And they want you to go in the house and show them the good, the better, and the best and, and do it. Well, we lead with the best, and that's what we talk about is the best. And the only thing that we're going to install is the best because I know in 20 years I don't want to have to deal with anything failing. So for me, 
Um, that's the Anderson 400 series, the Marvin Ultimate window, the Pella Designer window, our, our Season Guard window is the best one that, that we could get manufactured oh, just Season Guard us. are great windows. Yeah, I mean, those are all really good windows. Now, if I had to choose, the, the best wood window that I've worked with is the Ultimate window by Marvin. The, the, the best vinyl window I've worked with is the Season Guard window, and the best composite window that I've worked with is the, the Altrex material by Marvin, which is the Marvin Infinity window. And, and those are all manufactured well, and they all have really, really good warranties. I really became a believer in that wood window by, uh, by Marvin when, uh, when, we, when we got our cabin up on Lake of the Woods. And as you can imagine, you're, you're right next to War Road, Minnesota. Yeah. Plenty of Marvin windows to look at. And when you see what those windows do up there during the polar vortex that we had a few years ago ice fishing and how warm they actually were, uh, you really become a believer. You think the, the folks that far north, the northernmost point of the United States, or the, the, the lower 48 anyways, it, uh, they, they know how to make something that's going to be very good in the wintertime. All right. Uh, text, by the way, the text number is 81807. Phone number is 651-989-9226. Andy, let's go back to the phones. Trish is calling in from St. Paul. Trisha, good morning. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, I have a 1938 house um, with a walk-in attic. Originally, the insulation was against the top of the attic. Um, and I had my roof redone in maybe about five years ago and they punched some vents in there and then I had my insulation redone uh, I think one or two years ago where it was put on the floor and it was there was insulation blown into the floor and I noticed I think maybe last year when it got really really cold I was getting some ice inside the house near the top of the roof and so I, I heard it was a venting problem but there are vents there um, so I'm not sure what to do. More than likely, uh, it's an inadequate venting, and uh, when the insulation was done, I would want to... they talk about attic air sealing at all when you did your insulation, Tricia? Um, I don't remember. The, the, the attic air sealing is something that we do, even if we're just doing blown-in insulation. I just wouldn't do it any other way. And, and what that is is it's we're going to take a spray foam application, certain trouble spots of the attic, and try to seal up any type of air movement that you can inside the attic. That's why I, I lean more cellulose than fiberglass going in the attic because cellulose settles a little bit over time and gets kind of a hard crust on it. And that, that that really does start to impede any type of airflow from the house up in the attic. When you have that warm air coming up in the attic and it's getting to that roof deck, which is cold, it can lead to frost up on, on those areas. And it's usually a humidity level in the attic, but it's coming from the house somewhere. And usually it's coupled with inadequate venting in the roof where you don't either you don't have enough soffit venting. Sometimes insulators can actually plug those soffit vents if they didn't put the attic chutes in properly um, or block the actual soffits properly and, and they just go in there and they blow in insulation. It, you can, it can cause more harm than good, believe it or not. Just blowing in insulation is usually not a very good solution. Ventilation. Yeah. All right, Tricia, thank you. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Jane is calling from Lakeville, I believe. Jane, you're on CCO. Good morning. Uh, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. My my master bathroom has a vent in it, and when it gets warms up in the wintertime, it gets some condensation around it. I don't know what to do about it. Well, um, I would guess that when it warms up in the wintertime, so on the inside of the bath fan. Yeah. 
We're, like we, on the way, like you're seeing the condensation on the like the register, or like the the the, the bath fan cover inside the bathroom. Yes, the, the sheetrock around it, you can see where there's moisture. Okay. Do you know where that bath fan is exhausted? Um, Does I that, don't know. It, a lot of times we're seeing them the where attic. Yeah, if it goes up in the attic, but does it come out of the attic? See people dumping these into yeah. soffits on a regular basis, and, and those are the ones that usually condensate poorly. Or there's some type of where it's not insulated properly, so it's really cold, and the warm air is hitting that, that cold metal. And, and, and causing issues, but usually it's something that and it's an installation error with the bath fan. There's something going on there, and I would want to get in your attic, and we uh, we get this on a pretty regular basis. I, think, usually, I bet you do. Usually something that we can can fix pretty easily. Yeah, 1-800-LEAFGUARD, Jane. I remember when your crews were up in the, my attic, mm-hmm. and they discovered that the bath fans, the uh, exhaust piping, whatever yep. you call it, were kind of tied together and hooked up to a vent that was not m- made for an oven, yeah. not didn't have the energy. Correct. And when you guys made it like it's supposed to, boy, that takes moisture out like crazy. So yeah. Jane needs somebody like Linda's to come up in the, their attic. There's some, some tricks to the trade that yep. can usually be applied to situations like this that fix it pretty easily. Um Having said that, not all it can be just that that flapper on the brown vent that mm-hmm. that's the type of vent True. that goes on the roof. Sometimes that can get locked open or something something else goofy going on with it, or it won't open, and yeah. that can cause issues as well. One eight hundred Leaf Guard Jane for Lindis. Uh, we'll take a quick break, Andy. We'll be right back. If you have a question, home improvement type, call it in or text it in here on CCO this morning, where the temperature reading is thirty six. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented every week. By Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Again, is uh, the number. If you have a question, we still have time. Andy Lindus is in the studio this morning, 651-989-9226. Or send a text, and we have a bunch of those we'll get to, uh, 81807. But Andy, Alice is calling in from Mendota Heights, I believe. Alice, what can we do for you? Hi, question regarding exhaust fans in the bathroom uh, several years ago, maybe eight we had the bathrooms remodeled and exhaust fans put in because they were not in earlier. Um, but now I walk into each bathroom, and if, especially if it's cold or the wind is out of the right direction or wrong direction, I just feel cold air coming down through there. I know they're um, vented to the outside, not just into the attic. Is there a louver or something that yeah, is Are they vented open? through the roof or out the side of the house? Um, I believe through the roof. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's, there should be a flap on the brown vent that makes it almost impossible for air to be pushed back through. You shouldn't be feeling that. So that is an issue that you're going to want to get addressed with a, with a quality roofer is probably where I would start more than a, more than a bath fan installer. But a, okay, get a, get a if, good... Get a good roofer to take a look at it, and they can replace those brown vents and and make sure that that doesn't happen again. Is that something that could be done? Because we're considering having a brand new roof, also. So it it can uh, be good timing. Then it can be very good timing. When when well, here's when when you have a company like us do the roofing, we replace all of your vents, no matter what. We don't reuse them at all because you're getting a 50 year roof. That's a non parade warranty on everything, including the workmanship. And the right. last thing I want is to worry about somebody else's brown vent for a $10 part. 
So ah. it, uh, it's one of those things that uh, when we do a roof, we replace everything, all the way down to the bare decking and, and, and just make sure that everything is perfect when we leave. So, Alice, do that. Mendota Heights, uh, you uh, call 1-800-LEAFGUARD. You line up something with uh, the Lindas folks. You'll be glad you did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Love that uh, area of the world. We, do, we have a lot of customers from Mendota Heights uh, area. And uh, I have uh, family ties to that area, too. And I, uh, best breakfast in the East Metro Gallagher's Bar, West St. Paul, no right kidding. on the Mendota Heights border there. It's about, <laughs> right. as, about as good as it gets. Uh, can fill up this table with one plate of food that they give you. Fantastic. All right. I know we had a text or two that you wanted to grab uh, coming uh, in. Yeah. I, uh, I have a garden window that has leaky window panes. We need to replace it, but we are wondering if a garden window is a mistake. Maybe we should go a different uh, route. I would say, yes, you should go a different route. A little history of the garden window. Yeah. Um, Vinyl window manufacturers really started pushing this in the late 80s, early 90s as, as a big window and, and pushed it to contractors as a big profit maker. Guys were charging 1500 to $2,000 for this window in the 90s, and it was a terrible window. They Notorious for leaking air, notorious for, for falling apart, and it, you know it's a good concept. Everybody likes it. You put it over the kitchen sink. You can put your plants in there. You have a little herb garden. That's uh, that, that's wonderful, but it's just an inefficient window. And they still make them, but not a single window manufacturer talks to me about them because they all know the issues that they've they've had with them. So, what uh, what I did when I remodeled my kitchen, I on an on an, on an awning window and a casement window. A casement window is a, a crank out window. For those that don't know, um, I made it a projection window, and I made my windows come all the way down to the countertop, and I actually made my countertop go out an extra 12 inches where the windows is. One window is eight feet long. The other window is a three-foot-by-three-foot three awning window over my kitchen sink, and my countertop goes all the way out. Now, if your windows are above your countertop and you're not remodeling that area or the countertop, you can still just make a projection window, and we'll build a little roof over the outside. It turned out awesome. You can put as many plants as you want in there, mm. and you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting a very well-insulated wall system that, that we're going to use to project out, and you're getting the same awning-type window or casement window, which are both going to be very efficient windows with triple-pane glass or with the, the Marvin window, that double-pane glass that, that I talked about earlier, that uh, is just really awesome so it's a it's a way to get the best of both worlds and and really like on 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 my kitchen area you know that one window is 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 i don't know between six and eight feet feet long i can't remember off the top of my head but it makes that room seem so much bigger i bet it does and 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 that countertop just just looks awesome right now the uh and I'm glad I did because my wife has a, uh, a a problem with Christmas Village purchasing, and we uh, without the, <laughs> that per projection window, we would be out of space uh, for sure right now. And she just uh, seems to find a new piece every day coming coming to that area. But not to get you in more trouble, but <laughs> to dodge that. But that's a great solution to more counter space. Yes. For sure. And yeah. you still get the efficiency. It, out of all the things I did in designing that kitchen and building the kitchen, uh, the, the number one change we made that we really, really enjoy. We have a little over a minute to go, Andy. A text came in about, where is it? Do-do-do. What do you think of the diamond pier deck footings installed in hard clay soil? Well, no matter the clay type, uh, I think the diamond pier is one of the most stable footing systems you can put in. I wish the building officials with Stillwater would get on board with it. We'd, we'd use them there all the time. Um, there's certain soil types where it just doesn't work. It's on a case-by-case nature. Uh, we did have a text as well about bath fans and, and being able to run the bath fan longer to get the, the, the 
the moist Moisture air out. out. One of the things that we did, uh, we're starting to do now, every time we install a bath fan, is install a timer switch. One, oh. uh, like at my house with children, they just turn the bath fan on and it runs for four days straight. <laughs> and uh, and that's not good for the bath fan. It's definitely not good for your heater having to replace the amount of air that that thing takes outside the house. Two, uh, on a timer, you can always just find that sweet spot and just know you need to hit 5, 10, 20, 30, or 60, which one of the buttons, and, and it'll be just fine. That's kind of neat. All right. We have, we're just about out of time. We're going to be back again next week. If you uh, miss getting in, asking, asking your uh, question, try it again next week, either by phone or by text. If you want to get in touch, how late in the season, somebody wants to know, do you install gutters? Uh, as late as we can, as long as the yeah. roofs aren't iced up and snowed up, uh, we are usually good to go. We usually get to, I don't know, first or second week of January, depending. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lindus? 1-800-LEAFGUARD, lindusconstruction.com, 50% off labor on the installation of LeafGuard gutters, season guard windows, and insulation in your attic. We'll have more show next week here on News Talk A3OWCCO.